Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Essentially Me. I'm your host, Heidi Lampros, and we are recording today outside on location, so pardon any outside noise that you may be hearing, but today I am super stoked because we are going to be talking about something that is very near and dear to our hearts. That is the magic of Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. This is our home away from home, and I keep saying we because I am accompanied today by the most amazing Disney partner, my very best friend, my amazing mother, Christy. Good morning. Glad to be here. So we're going to put this down and record outside. So again, I apologize if you hear any outside noise. We may have to cut some things out, but just bear with us. We're going to roll through our Disney story, why we love it so much, and then we're going to go over how to have an the ultimate Disney experience, making the most of your visit while keeping it budget friendly. This is really important to us. So mom, go ahead. I'll have you do the honors and kind of just dabble in your Disney story. Well, Disneyland started, our Disneyland story started when I was a year old. My parents absolutely loved Disneyland and my sisters and I were very lucky that we got to go every year when we turned a year old. So it it not only is it a fun place to go, but when I think of Disneyland, I think of family. And that's what makes it so special. It's Disneyland never changes. It's always magical. It's always fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a place where you can go and you know you're, get, it's, you're just going to have that fun time with your family. You're going to enjoy the, the atmosphere, the feeling of togetherness. And that is something that I got to enjoy every year up until now. I'm mm-hmm. almost 50 years old and still going every year, mm-hmm. multiple times a year. And it's something that when I got married, I knew that I wanted to start that tradition with my family, with you. And it was great. And your brother. Yeah, and it, it was fabulous. We, we've been going every year. You took Jacob, my brother, uh, when he was two? Two or His one? His very first trip was when he was two, mm-hmm. and you had just been born. Yeah, and left me at home. I did. You guys. She left me I at did. home. I did. But I wanted <laughs> I did. I did. I did. But I wanted it to be something special for Jacob, and I knew that we would do the same for you. Yeah. And, and we did. Yeah. But, uh, but Jacob came, so it wasn't really that special. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the magic like he did. But you did. And that said, you guys ever since you were little knew the excitement of build mm-hmm. that, that trip building was oh, absolutely you knew the countdowns that mm-hmm. we would have the special notes I would put in your lunches I oh, mean yeah. ever since you were three years old you guys knew mm-hmm. that we had a countdown to our special trip to Disneyland we would watch movies about it we would eat special food that taught you know that had to do with Disneyland we would Mind you, if any of you are planning a first trip or have yet to go to Disneyland, if you're looking for a great memento of history, please go on Amazon and purchase A Day at Disneyland. I believe it's in was made in 1994, right when Toontown opened. It's amazing. That's what we grew up watching, and it is what truly sparked a lot of excitement for us. And honestly, we still watch it to this day. We have it on VHS. We pull out and dust off the VHS <laughs> player, and we watch it. It's what my babies are going to watch when we prep them to go to Disneyland, but it's it's a great tool. 
We never get tired of it. No. And what I what we like about it is because it's vintage Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's Classic. what Disneyland is all about. Absolutely. Yeah, there's new stuff and it's great. We love it. But mm-hmm. for those of us who are true Disneyland lovers, mm-hmm. it's vintage Disneyland. That's oh, yeah. what we want. That's where we want to go. That's what we want to visit. That's what we're going to remember. That's where our memories are. And that's where I want my future grandchildren to enjoy. So mm-hmm. we're going to let you know a little bit about how to just get started and get ready for yeah. that first trip, Yeah, which is, you're never going to forget it. No. You're never going to forget that first trip. I can remember uh-huh. some of my very first trips. I don't, I, you don't, you just don't forget no, those. No, you took me at three years old and even my husband to this day, because I keep telling him when we have kids, I want to take them for their first birthday. And he's like, oh, well, Heidi, you know, they're not going to remember that or that's not going to be memorable for them. It's not going to be magical for them because what can they do? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I went when I was three, and I remember it vividly. I can still smell the smells. I can remember what we ate. I remember so many things. It was amazing. And we actually took the train there that year. So we we reside in Central California, so we're about four hours away from Disneyland itself. Uh, and our first trip with me, we took Amtrak there, which was quite the experience, and I don't think we'll ever be doing that again. <laughs> it took a little long. It was fun. It, that that yeah. was a fun. Yeah. If you've never been on Amtrak, that itself is kind of a fun part yeah. of the trip. Yeah. But it does take an extra couple of hours because of all the stops Amtrak has to take yeah. or make. So I don't know if that's a great thing to do, but it was an experience yeah. nevertheless. Well, I know for me personally and growing up, with all things Disney and Disneyland, it truly has molded me into who I am today, I personally think, because you do kind of have a different outlook on things, and I I feel such joy with all things Disney, and I find a lot of magic in just daily life because of the Disney movies we were brought up watching, and mm-hmm. the role models we had to look up to with you know, certain princesses, and just stories, and being able to grow up with such imagination, and that's something I'm really thankful for, and why we grew up with so much Disney within our lives. But Disneyland, in a whole, let's jump into it how we can have the ultimate Disney experience while making it budget friendly. This is something you and I really excel at. Uh, You know, we have for the last eight years now been going to Disneyland regularly as pass holders. I don't even know why we didn't get passes a long time ago, but (laughs) do you know what? All things happen for a reason. And these past eight years with annual passes have been nothing short of magical that's for sure well it's true (laughs) well just knowing that you hold the key in your wallet to go to Disneyland whenever you want but let me start by saying this talking about getting ready for that first trip or how to keep it budget friendly as a parent um, something that's really important um, that you need to really keep in mind is save. Mm-hmm. Pick a date well in advance, even a year in advance, and did. start saving. Mm-hmm. Put money away every week for that specific trip. That makes it so much easier and so much more affordable mm-hmm. instead of trying to have this big lump of money, you know, mm-hmm. two weeks before you're going to... You have to remember, you have to think of your hotel stay, food for your trip, depending mm-hmm. on how many days you're going, which can all be done Mm -hmm. within a budget. Mm -hmm. There are so many 
quality hotels to stay at around Disneyland. You do not have to stay in a resort hotel unless that's your choice, and mm-hmm. that's we did. We okay. did for we did for my first trip, and that was great and magical. And we will again once I have kids. But mm-hmm. this time in between of you know me growing up and going to Disneyland more often, we have kind of moved away from staying on the resort and going more towards good neighbor hotels, which are always such a great deal and they're amazing. We have a few favorites that we like to go to and I'll definitely uh, link them below if you guys would like to check those out. Uh, But just hotel stay in itself, there is not a lot of importance in it because truly if you're going to Disneyland and especially if you're purchasing a ticket, you're gonna be spending all day at the park. And so this is just a place to lay your head at night, maybe refresh in the middle of the day, whatever you may do, but it doesn't need to be a $500 a night hotel if you are not gonna be in there more than five hours. (laughs) Yeah, there's really no need to, to stay inside your hotel room for any lengthy amount of time unless you are sleeping because honestly, if you have young children and they still need to nap, that's mm-hmm. fine. That's what strollers are for. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all I'm about gonna, that stroller nap. I I just didn't see the the reason to take my kids back to the hotel to sleep. If they needed a nap, we would stop what we were doing, and they I'd put them in a stroller, and they could rest. And mm-hmm. really, when you plan your trip well in advance. You start prepping your kids. Oh, yeah. You start taking walks. You start, you know, getting them exercised, ready for that Mm -hmm. fun. You know, and yeah, you need to remember, they've got to learn to be able to stand in a line. Mm -hmm. They need to learn how to... Be around a large crowd of people. That's a hard one for a lot of kids. Exactly. So start prepping them now. Oh, yeah. You know, go to a baseball game. Go to a... Your local zoo. Walk around the zoo for a couple right. hours. That's and... that's a great one. That's a great one. And it's it's all in prepping. The mm-hmm. prepping that needs to happen before you take a Disneyland trip is so important. Mm-hmm. So with talking about prepping for a great trip, we are really focusing on those who are purchasing tickets. And so we're keeping that in mind with budget. Uh, as you know, we are annual pass holders, so certain things we say are going to pertain to people who are pass holders or who are interested in getting passes, so just bear with us. We're going to kind of teeter between both of those avenues of going to Disneyland, but with going and getting tickets, in our opinion, the best way to make the most of your trip is to get a multi-day park hopper ticket. Now, we say this because there are multiple options with Disneyland that you're able to do. You can do a one-day, one-park ticket, but in our opinion, in our experience, that's a hard one because you never truly know with the parks what the crowd index is going to be and what's going to happen. You could have the day at Disneyland and it be just completely slammed and California Adventure that day be empty and then vice versa the next day. That's true. And so we've always, when we used to purchase tickets, we would always get a multi-day park hopper. That way we had the freedom to go from park to park and we could you know check out wait times and see what was best and then go to the park that had the least amount of crowd index and for those of you who might not be uh, familiar with Disneyland California as opposed to Disney World here in California the parks are relatively very close to each (laughs) other so it's not that it's not a big deal to to hop from one park to another so that that's not a big deal at all and for those who say, well, I just don't think my kids could handle two parks. Yes, they can. Absolutely. California Adventure is a fun, great place to be. 
but it's not large. And for the for kids under five, there's not a whole lot for mm-hmm. them to do. So really, I think California Adventure can be done in a couple of hours, oh, if, if yeah. even that. We, we've, as adults, we have done California Adventure in the morning time, which is the best time to go to either park. Uh, and we'll, we'll dabble on yes, that a little important. later, because that, that is a key fact Don't right forget there. that one. I won't. Uh, <laughs> I will write a note about it. Uh, but California Adventure, we as adults, which we even try to make it a priority to go on as much as we can, regardless of what type of attraction it is, we try to get on it. Uh, we've done the whole thing in less than an hour. And that's, we're, we're pretty fast walkers, you guys. We're, we're, <laughs> we're pretty sporty. We so we can, we can get to places and zip around pretty quickly but it's truly doable and we do always recommend with our friends or family members who have younger children Disneyland of course is the priority California Adventure we always recommend doing it but we don't feel that it is necessary for having a whole day ticket just for California Adventure because you will run out of things to do after exactly, a while. Exactly, exactly. And you will miss out on that being able to get to Disneyland and doing mm-hmm. all those things at Disneyland that you would want to do Absolutely. after a, uh, you know, a few hours at California Adventure. So yes, Park, Park Hopper. Hopper. Park Hopper tickets are your best bet. Mm-hmm. So, and moving forward from tickets, now we've talked about budgeting and preparing early, which is so, so important. I know for me, a personal memory of us is every year, because we'd only go once a year uh, when I was growing up, and like my mom had said, she would write notes for us, we'd do a countdown, but we would always have our annual yard sale. And this was just the best memory growing up because (laughs) it was so exciting. We'd wake up before the sun comes up. We would be so excited because we knew every dollar that we were getting was going towards our Disney vacation. And that was so exciting. And I remember specifically, I would set up my own table and I'd probably sell things I didn't really want to sell, but I just wanted to go to Disneyland so bad that I was going to do whatever I had to do. And that, that was just great because it was so much more than just having a yard sale and getting rid of old junk like we were coming together as a family getting excited for our trip getting this extra fun money that we were going to be able to spend at the parks for us uh an important thing that we always had to do as a family was visit what's called goofy's kitchen and it is in the disneyland hotel it's a buffet style character dining uh restaurant and it is so much fun and we had the best memories there but goodness gracious it is a little pricey and so it definitely did take some pre-planning and budgeting for that and that's just what what made it fun for us was that our family truly did come together every year and we did these fun things together before going to the parks and then it just made the trip even more special that's right and for my husband and i we found the value in a Disneyland trip. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't take a whole lot of other trips. We knew that as a family, Disneyland was very important. It was our favorite thing to do. And so we made it a priority. Um, I didn't drive a new car. Mm-hmm. My husband didn't drive a new truck. Mm-hmm. Um, we we made our Disneyland trip our priority. Yeah, we really, like, and even... I know now you and I, we, we talk about this all the time, but growing up, we didn't really go shopping a lot. And when we did, it was for school clothes or our Disneyland trip clothes. And Absolutely. we would, we no, would. <laughs> I would let, just let me stop right there. This is something that was so important for me. And I got this from my mom because I grew up in a family of all girls. There's five girls in my family mm-hmm. and my parents, sorry, honey, we're probably going to be having a girl one day. So <laughs> prepare yourself. I know you're listening. <laughs> I know for a fact that it was very important for my mom 
that we all matched. <laughs> and I don't know if that just helped her to keep track of us at Disneyland, which is also, you know, please dress your children in clothes that you can easily identify mm-hmm. them because, you know, there's a lot of people at Disneyland. Yeah. Anyway, I always loved how we looked in pictures mm-hmm. because we always looked well put together and mm-hmm. we matched and even my parents would match. So... When Wait, I, but not like matching, like everybody's wearing the same exact thing. Like color no, coordinating we were is better, color better word for that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. The whole matchy t-shirt thing really wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. Even when my kids were little, when you guys were little, that we wasn't really that. a big deal. But I made sure that we color coordinated. You best believe our Christmas cards every year was a picture from Disneyland. <laughs> and shout out to Old Navy for always providing those great <laughs> color coordinating clothes hey. for us. Who doesn't look good in reds and blues and mm-hmm. blacks and whites and somehow we always kind of matched Mickey's classic attire. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been something that I tried to do, yeah. but that's okay. We looked adorable. We did, and that's exciting and that's fun. So, but anyway, back. Yes. So we, we digress. Uh, a little bit. It's okay. We're gonna go down a lot of rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Disney pun intended there. Maybe a little one. Let's see what you did there. Yeah, a little, little sprinkling. <laughs> uh, but so we talked about tickets. We we talked about budget. We have talked about color coordinating clothes, which is another very important topic. Let's move into, uh, we've talked about hotels, so now let's just move into the day of going to Disney, or the day before. I think that's a good place to start. Before you leave for a Disney trip, some very important things that you should be packing, prepping, and taking with you for either the drive or if you're riding taking a plane, wherever you're coming from, what you should have with you for when you arrive to the park. All right. I think number one thing to pack are make sure you have an abundance of extra clothes if you have young children. Oh, absolutely. Always, if you carry a backpack or a diaper bag, whatever it is that you're carrying, we usually tend to carry a small backpack. Mm-hmm. I carried a, a, a large backpack when the kids were little. Just, it's so important to always have an extra pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. We usually, we, our trips always happened around September, so it was warm. So we wore mm-hmm. shorts, t-shirts, flip-flops, tennis shoes, and then a sweatshirt it. at night. That's sweatshirt always. at night <laughs> if, if if necessary. So I made sure that I had several pairs of pull-on shorts mm-hmm. and t-shirts just in case you know everybody has accidents whether it be a you know a bathroom accident mm-hmm. or you spill your ice cream down your shirt or you go on splash mountain and you come off so you go on pirates of the caribbean and you come off soaked which has happened to us uh, don't yeah. think it won't because it has <laughs> when the sign says this is a water ride and you, you might get, get wet, wet. <laughs> Please take that seriously because <laughs> literally the last couple, okay, here we are on topic, but I just have to say the last, what, couple of years now that Heidi oh, and I man. have been going and our families too, uh, moist. <laughs> not, moist. Even, not even moist. I have been dripping. I have, you, <laughs> you have to wring your hair once you get off of Pirates, pirates. of the Caribbean, People, which is pirates. what we've never experienced in our <laughs> history of going to Disneyland. You would think Splash Mountain, of course. No, I have now gotten more wet coming off of Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean than Splash Mountain. The only and- thing that would be more weird is if we get wet on It's a Small World, <laughs> which that has happened as well. 
not gonna lie. Uh, but you you now know, it's really funny. I think they're trying to figure out the water control on that ride, but when you are in the parks, take a look at people's butts, not in a weird way, but you know who's been on Pirates that morning because goodness gracious, everyone has about a grapefruit size <laughs> wet spot on the back of their pants. It's so true. <laughs> I mean, how many times have we had to tie the sweatshirt that we were going to use at night around our waist? Because, hello. So, here, I'm going back to what I was talking about. Extra clothes. Mm -hmm. Hey, throw in an extra pair of stretch pants for yourself. You never know if you're going to need them for yourself. Absolutely. Don't don't, don't leave yourself out. I mean, things happen. Of course. And, And that's something, too, that a lot of people instantly go to is they think, Oh well, I can just purchase another pair of pants, or I'm not worried about it. We'll just we'll just buy something, you guys. Budget-friendly tip number one: Do not. Merchandise is wonderful. Merchandise is adorable, but it's not necessary. You can bring your own clothes if you have an accident or your child has an accident, and if you need to change, you can utilize your own things without having to spend thirty plus dollars on a pair of shorts you could get from Walmart. Yeah, it's it's fun now. You know, I'm not. We're not saying that when you go to Disneyland, you shouldn't purchase oh, yeah. sweatshirts oh, yeah. or the ears or whatnot. But just just know in advance that it's it's not going to make your trip any more magical mm-hmm. if you have those things, mm-hmm. and your kids aren't going to know if you bought their sweatshirt at the Disney store before or at ABC Market or, down the street. <laughs> At your hotel, <laughs> or Target carries adorable, adorable Disney, Disney outfits and yes. shirts and sweats and so. Well, that that used to be a special thing for us too. Growing up, we would go to our local mall, and there's a Disney store there, and that's where we would like. Okay, guys, we're like Disney drug addicts. We would have to go in and smell the Disney store to get our fix because we miss Disneyland so much. It literally smells <laughs> smells like, just like it. But that's a great place too to go and get something because they have awesome sales there all the time so if you need some sort of merchandise or want an outfit to take to Disneyland with you that's a great place to go but also like like my mom had said you know there's nothing wrong with buying merchandise in the parks if you want to or if that's something that you have budgeted in but then again when you think about things like ears or some sort of costumey item that is adorable at the parks is that going to be just as adorable at home? Are your kids going to wear it to school? Maybe for a dress-up day, but you know those ears wind up in some box underneath the bed and you never see them again. And so you really have to consider, you know, am I buying this because my child wants it or am I buying it because my child needs it? It's kind of where my mindset always is. And if my child is going to wear this shirt multiple times, of course I'm willing to spend the $35 <laughs> that, that the price true. tag says it is. But for ears and stuff like that, I think that those are a great first-time purchase or you can even buy them a ahead of time from a different different place and nowadays they have so many Etsy shops that make the most adorable ears they do and it's just it's, I love supporting small businesses too but I also love supporting Disneyland shout out Disneyland I'm always <laughs> going to be a big supporter Word. Uh, but I just I always think about what things have we purchased for me from Disneyland that I kicked and screamed for. Uh, I have no idea where it is now. And true, you know that goes for adults too. Every time we go to Disneyland, oh, yeah. and oh, we yeah. go along. And in fact, right now you can't see me, but I am wearing a T-shirt <laughs> that says Disneyland on it. But I'm gonna tell you what I pulled this out of the back of my closet mm-hmm. and. It's so much fun when you're at the park mm-hmm. and you're wearing the cute sweatshirts and the mini ears. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got the sweatshirt that has the Mickey 
<laughs> that oh, has the yeah. big ears. Oh, yeah. And you feel so cute at Disneyland, but yet I don't always pull it out mm-hmm. when I'm at home. So you guys, uh, basically every piece of merchandise, shirt-wise or attire-wise that I've purchased from Disneyland have now become my sleep shirts. <laughs> and I wear them to bed, which I have no problem with that. And I think that that is a great thing to, to have because that's what I sleep in. But then again, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I, I spent so much money on this and here it is getting all worn out, worn to bed and getting bleached in the... <laughs> Uh, unfortunately in the washing machine are used when I'm cleaning it's my house cleaning shirt so I always try to make sure that when I am purchasing merchandise I'm looking at it as an outside view and not an inside Disneyland view because everything looks cuter inside the parks it does everything and especially for you couples who buy the shirts that say I'll be your Minnie or I'll be your Mickey make sure if you're gonna purchase those they are darling I love all of those you know I'll be your beast to your make sure make sure they want to be your Mickey first before (laughs) before you not only that that, but (laughs) You got to wear them together because it looks kind of funny when you're just wearing that shirt by yourself. Or, or maybe your maybe you're looking. Maybe you're looking. We understand that. You know what? I support you, girl. Keep looking. Look for your Mickey. He's out there somewhere. He is. And you know what? Strangely enough, Heidi. Yes. Uh Many fun things have happened to you at Disneyland. Yes. So that, oh, you know. Is this, is this another <laughs> tangent we're going to go yeah, off of? Quickly. I just, I just have to bring this real quick. And I know we, we've gotten off subject. But I think we've hit pretty much the, oh, oh, before I get to oh. that. Uh, we talked about extra clothes. People, bring your own snacks. Oh, my goodness Bring gracious, your yes. own snacks. The food at Disneyland is fun to look at. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's colorful. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, red dye. It's for the most part really fun to eat when you're at Disneyland mm-hmm. but it's expensive mm-hmm. and I hate to watch people buy their children all this Disneyland food. They take one bite and they throw it away because come on, who really wants to sit down? What, what kids really want to sit down in a restaurant and have a full meal when all of Disneyland is happening oh, yeah. around them. Oh. They, they, don't, don't torture your kids. No. I, and you you were fortunate enough, and I can say this confidently with my brother and I, that we were really good eaters. And so if my parents purchased us something, of course, we share everything. And that's a, a budget-friendly tip for all of you. And why my mom and I go so often is because every time we go, we literally spend probably, if we're going for two days, no more than... on food, if even, because we share absolutely everything. We have never purchased our own meal, ever. And you don't need to. No. The portions are large. It's, it's... But sharing, sharing is a huge way to make the most out of your food purchases, in our opinion. Uh, but also, too, you know, I don't have children yet, but I do have cousins that I look after and that go to Disneyland or I... I'm around small children often. <laughs> and so we understand the eating habits of smaller children and younger children. And we are prepping for when I have kids and take them. We know that the smartest way to know that they're going to have an enjoyable trip is by keeping them well fed with what they know they like. That's exactly right. 
So that's little sandwiches, you know, cr- crunchy mixes, something good to put in their bellies that's not just churros and popcorn, which of course we're going to get for them because that's a part of the whole experience, but that's not all they should be having. And if you're coming from having a great, well-balanced diet at home and then go to Disneyland and not eat well, that is just a you're bl- low blood sugar attack <laughs> waiting to happen. That, that's, that's a sugar crash that nobody wants Ooh. to see at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. That is not magical. I don't even want that to happen to me. And it, it does. It does. Absolutely. I, I can't even tell you how many times I have reached a level of low blood sugar at Disneyland where it's it's almost scary and <laughs> it's not even so much that I, I am angry but you just you kind of feel like you're going to pass out because yeah. you are walking miles upon miles upon miles I think our record to date is a little under 20 miles within one day oh absolutely and that's when we're taking it easy yeah and that's park literally the quote park cop till you drop that's my mom and I we will go from park to park to park to park to park uh, depending on what the lines are and <laughs> you best believe we're going to be running from one attraction to the other it doesn't matter if it's in a totally different park we're going there and, and we that's speed the walk. way we have always done it and my yeah. kids have grown up running from park to park to park much mm-hmm. to my husband's <laughs> hey you know what he hung in there <laughs> he did my dad's a little easier my poor husband god bless his heart because <laughs> uh he he's had to really adjust to our way of disney but he he's done a great job so kudos to him that's right I will say, though, I I have a husband who absolutely adores Disneyland. He never says no. He enjoys going. He loves taking his family. He loves just going with with me, which is fun, too. It's fun to go as adults. And so I, I say, you know, go as often as you can. Go make it a priority. Don't wait till your kids are 10 years old. You know, there's there's no reason for that. You guys, kids get in for free until, until they're 3. Yeah, until they're 3 and that those years of my child, shoot, I will pinch that child out and take them to the parks, build their immune systems and then keep taking them until we have to purchase them a ticket. And then of course by that time we'll see where we're at and if we can do an annual pass or buy them a ticket. But those years of being free, who wouldn't want I to know. take up? <laughs> and yeah, sure. People will say, "Well, they're not going to remember it." They may not remember it, but I'm going to remember mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Heidi's going to remember mm-hmm. it. Those are memory builders right mm-hmm. there. And I want my grandkids to know that we took them to Disneyland as soon as they could walk because mm-hmm. we want them to experience that the the magic mm-hmm. that we already know is there and that they're going to be going for the hopefully <laughs> I mean to, <laughs> until they tell me they don't like it which uh, I don't think they're going to because do you uh, still like going Heidi? absolutely I want to go right now <laughs> if, if I had the choice I'd be in the car going right now same here people ask me all the time Chrissy aren't don't you get sick of it aren't you isn't it boring now don't you get tired of going to Disneyland all the time I don't have to lie people Mm-mm. it's absolutely no I never ever and it's different every tired. time it is different every time you know we started with taking me as a child and our family trips and now as we the last eight eight years we've moved into just you and I going mm-hmm. more more part. so uh, our family still goes together often but typically it's just Heidi and Christy trips and uh, those have been some of the most memorable times of my life as well and you know even with every small trip we take there's a different experience every time we go or we try to do something new and something different and the park is always evolving too and that's something that makes it even more magical is we're always able to experience something new that's true that is absolutely true there's always you there's never going to be a time where we're going to be able to go to Disneyland and say we've done it all mm-hmm. 
because at the, that's Disneyland yeah. is forever changing, forever mm-hmm. growing, and mm-hmm. you know, Walt made sure of that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we we would be liars if we said that we don't you know, truly love every change because there are certain things that we're like, oh man, like why did that have to go? Or, oh man, why is that coming? But in the end, which is so funny because we do have those moments, but then these things appear at Disneyland and we experience them and our minds are just completely changed. Every time. Every Every time. time. The, The storytelling of Disneyland is where the magic truly is and what truly keeps us just falling even more in love with it every time we go. Absolutely. Okay, so going back, <laughs> we have talked about tickets, planning, budget, hotel, hotels, ooh, hotels, <laughs> hotels, uh, what to take with you, how, how to take it with you, food, which is really important, uh, little things to have with you. If you're a mother going with a small child for the first time, definitely be overstocked on everything prepared. I think there are so many great diaper bags and backpacks out there today that you can purchase and utilize to take with you. Strollers. This is a this is a big one for me, you know, as a future mother, I am trying to prepare now on what I want to take with me and we've seen the the evolution of the Disneyland stroller and, and what it was and where it is now and truly in my opinion I would feel more comfortable bringing my own stroller just because of comfort for my child and being able to have more storage for the things I want mm-hmm. to bring. Very true. They don't the the strollers right now look kind of hard. <laughs> they they, they, they're, they're, they took a plasticky turn. Yeah, they, they took a major plastic turn. But I mean, who knows? I haven't sat in one, so I guess I shouldn't. Yeah. We shouldn't yeah. talk bad about it. But anyway, I I still think the smartest thing mm-hmm. is to bring bring what your child is used to, what Absolutely. they're comfortable with. Absolutely. So now let's move into, and we're, we'll kind of wrap it up after this. But making the most of your day while at Disneyland. So in having the mindset of having a ticket, we understand that there is that pressure that you want to get as much in as possible because you are maybe only taking a once a year trip or it's just a rarity to go or maybe it's your first time so what in your opinion are some great things to remember or to do to make the most out of that day let's just focus on if we have a park hopper right so what what do you think would be best um oh so my mom wasn't paying attention to me, so I will answer that then, I guess. Thank I'm sorry. You. I'm so sorry. Somebody just had to check her Facebook. No, I, there was a message. I'm oh, sorry. okay. Well, I'll ask you again then. Okay, ask me Here again. we go. Uh, how would you make the most if you had a park hopper ticket? <laughs> You're killing me. Uh, if you had a park hopper ticket and this was a rarity or just a once a year trip, how do you make the most of that park hopper ticket? Okay. First and foremost, sorry, I got you now. (laughs) First and foremost, people, get to the park before it Mm -hmm. opens. Absolutely. If you can arrange a trip where you can have one of your hotel stays be uh, the night before you actually enter the parks, that is a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. But in all honesty, if you can't get to the park before it opens, you've already wasted part of that ticket mm-hmm. well and that's that's the best time of day in our opinion and in, in all of our years of going to Disneyland that is where we truly get the most out of both parks because we are able to go on so much if you are there at rope drop 
which rope drop is what happens uh, as the park opens. They open up the gates typically 15 minutes before rope drop, so you can go to your designated area, and they kind of rope off every different land or a different way to go. Um, and so you can wait at an appropriate entrance to whatever attraction you're trying to get to. And literally, they, they drop the rope, and we typically can get on about five to six things with hardly any wait time. Oh, absolutely. We go from ride to ride to ride. And now a little little tidbit and secret from us is be advised on which park is having magic morning so magic morning if you're staying at one of the resort hotels so this is the disneyland hotel the grand californian or paradise pier uh, you will be given magic morning along with your hotel stay so you get to enjoy the park an hour before it opens now it depends on what day it is which park is having magic morning so let's say California Adventure is having Magic Morning this morning, then we want to make it a priority to be at Disneyland for its opening because you know nobody else is in the park. It is going to be fair game once right. rope drop happens because if you're going to Disneyland when Disneyland has uh, Magic Morning, then you already know there is a crowd of people already within the park enjoying the attractions. And so once rope drop happens, you're already having to wait behind the people that have been in there for right. the hour prior to opening. But Magic Morning, uh, it is it is a great addition to utilize with staying at the parks. It's so much fun. And we actually have been able to experience Magic Morning for ourselves. And we, we do see a lot of benefit with that. So that is a great perk of staying at a resort hotel. Right, right. But early morning is your, is your best bet. If you can get there, you know, before it opens, like we were talking about, Everybody's fresher, everybody's happier, um, and who isn't going to not want to be in shorter lines? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's that's the biggest thing, too. Uh, with the amount of rides we're able to, or attractions we're able to see within that hour or so after a rope drop, it's just incredible. It's more than we ever expect to even get on. We go from land to land, and are with our last trip a couple days ago, or a week ago now? Yeah, it was a week ago. A week ago now. We just got back. Uh, this last rope drop that we experienced, oh my goodness, we got on uh, Thunder Mountain, we got on Matterhorn, we got on Alice in Wonderland, we got on Small World, we got on uh, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion. We went through land, 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 and land, and just got on as much as we possibly could then we experienced a rope drop at California Adventure our, the following day. And again, we went on the Incredicoaster twice. twice in a row without waiting in line. We just ran through the queue and got on it again. It's, it's outstanding. So definitely, everybody, if you're going, experience rope drop. Be there for the morning. You literally, you will become tired because morning you'll be running from attraction to attraction and getting on as much as you possibly can. And that, to me, is make kind of makes your trip because mm -hmm. then once people start filtering in and it gets a little more busy and it will mm -hmm. Disneyland mm -hmm. really never has a time now where it, it doesn't have loads of people yeah. and that's okay that's yeah. Disneyland but if you've been able to get on quite a few attractions in the morning you're okay with that and you yeah. can start using um fast passes mm -hmm. and we'll let's talk about that for a minute fast okay. passes because they're 
there really is a secret to the success of fast passes. You have to be in tune with what time the fast pass is for and know that once your fast pass has reached its first call time, then you can go and get another one. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. There is now Disney Max Pass, which we honestly have yet to experience because we've always had really good luck with just utilizing our own fast passes. Right. But fast passes in general, uh, know, know the ride. And some rides, really, you don't need a fast pass. Just get in line. It's a quick moving line. Right. Don't worry about it. But our goal whenever we go is we always try to, of course, be there at rope drop. Our first stop is always a ride that is the longest wait time. And for us, that's typically Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. And so what we will do is the whole crowd who's waiting to go into Tomorrowland will go to Space Mountain. And so our... Our trick is we go straight to Space Mountain and get a fast pass, and right. then we move on and go to Matterhorn or whatever the nearest other attraction is that we want to enjoy. And then we have that fast pass for like it's always like 15 minutes after the park yeah. opens, so so we just go right back and then get onto that quickly yeah, and without a, line. yeah without a wait time. And that's been the secret to our success with that. But we always make sure that we are on top of our fast pass times and so we know where we want to go next what fast pass we want to get next um, which max pass is, is fairly similar that you can make those reservations on your app and create kind of a, a timeline of what you want to experience which is it's great uh, it does cost it does where a fast pass does not cost mm -hmm. you use your ticket or mm -hmm. your your pass whichever you have but um for a large group, mm -hmm. I think that the max pass, mm -hmm. if, especially if you're going to be at the parks for a couple of days, mm -hmm. uh, two, three days, four days, I think that it's it's solid. I think that's something that you probably should get. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and wrap up with uh, how to enjoy the rest of your afternoon and evening at the happiest place on earth. So we'll be right back. Magical morning conversations with my mom are always a great time. But if you'd like to get a visual on our Disney trips and how we make the most of each visit, be sure to follow us on Instagram. If you want to follow me, Heidi Lampros, you want to look up at essentially underscore Heidi Ray, at essentially underscore H-E-I-D-I-R-A-E. -E. If you want to follow my amazing mother, be sure to look up at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I underscore living well. All right, we're back from our break and we are going to hop right into Disneyland in the afternoon and how we really make the most of that afternoon time. So this typically is when you start seeing the park fill up. Everyone and their moms are arriving. This is technically right about 12.30, 1-ish. So hopefully you've already enjoyed a great lunch in the park which is mm -hmm. still really easy to do about that if you go between 11 30 and 12 30 mm -hmm. great time to go get some lunch well and for some of our favorite places i know for example the plaza inn which is typically where we have a, a lot of our lunches Definitely that opens that opens at noon on the dot and so typically when we do that for lunch and we come out of the plaza inn is when we're seeing the crowd index increase yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> it does, and you know, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, let's just face it, if you are not a people person, you don't like large crowds, mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't like to 
people t- bumping into you, touching you, little kids running around, strollers from <laughs> any which way and every way. Mm-hmm. Giving you a flat tire happens. <laughs> it happens. And, you know, maybe this this trip really isn't for you then if that mm-hmm. is really a concern. So you have to really namaste yourself at that point in the park and it gets because it does increasingly get worse throughout the afternoon and then moving into the evening time because that's when you're having shows and parades and and all those type of things happening and just crowds are jumbling up in certain areas and are going to make it harder for you to get to the location you're wanting to so usually we take advantage of our fast passes at this time maybe one or two fast passes right after lunch get that done and by this time it's usually about by the time we're done with that it's usually about mm-hmm. 3 30 4 o'clock mm-hmm. so we usually we start noticing that there's a weather change about that Absolutely. time Absolutely. so if you aren't familiar with southern california uh, it's vastly different from northern california or central california where we reside at that if it is a warm day it will probably be a cold night uh, and you never really know what's going to come so I always try to be as prepared as possible for whatever whatever weather may mm-hmm. happen. It's true and so Heidi and I usually take this time to go to our uh, walk back to our hotel. We probably have not checked in yet so this is where we usually do our checking in and we go and refresh ourselves and usually change into what we call our nighttime Disneyland clothes. And so... this literally consists of nothing but just stretch pants and a sweatshirt. (laughs) Exactly. Um, If it's cold enough, our Uggs, Mm -hmm. um, which are fabulous at Disneyland, Mm -hmm. if it's going to be cold and you have Uggs on your feet, you can make it till midnight. And that's... Our goal is to make it as to closing or as close Mm -hmm. to closing as possible. Well, and this is something that we've really only done as you know adults going with our annual passes we really made a point to stop in mid-afternoon and go take a little break because typically uh, we arrive the morning of we typically leave here around 3 a.m or a little after and so by the time three o'clock in the afternoon comes rolling around, you are you're pretty. We're pretty feeling beat. that three a.m. Yeah, yeah, you're you're pretty beat, and so it really does help to go and take just a small rest at the hotel to at least freshen up, brush your teeth. Yeah, you, know, you, you feel like a new woman when you brush your teeth that and you go back. That is for sure. That all that churro, sure. get all that churro sugar off of you, and, <laughs> and you get changed into different clothes. I know personally for me, my feet are the biggest priority when at Disneyland, and so you want to make sure you're wearing proper shoes. Absolutely, shoes make the biggest difference uh, with trying to survive all day in the parks. That's true. So make sure you're not only making good choices for your kids, but you're making good choices for yourself Mm -hmm. because believe me, please don't go out and buy a new pair of shoes because they're cute for your outfit for Disneyland. You will not make it. No. New shoes are the absolute Mm -hmm. worst thing you could do, not only to your children, but to yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wear those broken in tennis shoes. well-fitting shoes are a must when you're at Disneyland. Um, no one's looking at your feet, so <laughs> don't worry about what they look like. Be comfortable. Your feet will thank you. Absolutely. And so afternoon afternoon breaks, too, have become really important for us to be able to, like I said, brush your teeth, uh, you know, wash your face, just freshen up, and you do feel so much better going back into the park for nighttime, and you can add that sweatshirt if you need to, or add those Uggs, add a new pair of socks, whatever it may be. And that's also another good reason to make Splash Mountain or any type of water ride, you know, Grizzly River Rapids, a priority before that break time that you 
you go to the hotel because then you can really enjoy it knowing that you're going to go and get changed yeah. or if you were to get soaked you can go and put on a different a fresh outfit for nighttime that's right and those are great rides. Don't avoid them just because you get wet. They are fabulous. Kids love them. Adults love them. We love them. And it's just, yes, of course, the warmer it is, the more exciting it mm -hmm. is to get wet. But but also the longer the line will be to that's get true. onto it. So in these colder months, uh, it's really easy to get onto those rides with a five minute wait time. And so you can actually enjoy them. And they more. do turn the water down they do. Uh, they during do. the winter spring months so it's know. just water in, it's the, in the end it's just water and we have to even tell ourselves that because there are times where I, it's my favorite ride splash mountain is absolutely my favorite ride and i haven't gone on it in quite some time because every time it's either too cold or i just don't want to be wet let's be honest <laughs> we don't want to mess up our hair i know i'm like i'm trying to look fabulous i need to take a good instagram picture i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, not really kind of a little bit uh but you know afternoon afternoon breaks Sorry, you're going to hear dogs barking in the background. We're, we are still outside. Uh, afternoon breaks are so important just to keep yourself well rested. If you have kiddos, you know, a lot of, like we had talked about naps. Yeah, naps are possible within the parks, but it is also great if you have a close hotel or you are staying on the resort to go and allow your child to have a small break. There are great swimming pools. That's always mm -hmm. a great break from crowds, which I think that's our number one thing. If the if park isn't crowded, you best believe my kids will be taking a nap in a stroller because you don't want to leave that magic of there being not a lot of people at Disneyland. But if there are crowds and it's becoming a little uh, impossible to get from land land, then that's a great opportunity to go and rest at the hotel. Yeah. So we've changed, we're rested, our mm -hmm. teeth are feeling fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, you it guys. It really is. It really Put is a little so. more deodorant on, a spray of perfume, yeah. powder your nose, or go to Sephora and use all their makeup because that's typically what we do. That's right. We no do. lie, you guys. No shame. No shame. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to go feel beautiful real quick. Um, but, and I'd be lying if I ever said we didn't walk out of Sephora smelling like three different very expensive perfumes. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it's, it's a gamble sometimes because, you, know, know. you know, they are there to sample. So we do. We, we do. We do. Thank you, Sephora. Shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> but move, moving forward, we're coming back to the parks in the afternoon time. And this is typically when you're going to see parades happening or people preparing for parades. Now, mind you, there are those people that will sit down on Main Street and spread out their towel, lay down their stroller, whatever they need to do hours in advance to a parade or a show, which we, we still don't understand, nor do, do I think we'll ever understand that mentality. <laughs> I did not pay all this money to go sit on the concrete at Disneyland for two and a half hours. I, I, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I just... It's not worth it. No, we're, we're all for a good parade, but you can completely catch that parade without having to wait hours in advance. Right. Uh, if, if you're looking for a front row seat, then, you know, maybe you do need to make it a priority or just find a great spot. Uh, we've found that if you are planning accordingly, try to get a reservation at Carnation Cafe, which is right along Main, or on Main Street, and you can eat a great meal and then watch the parade. You're right there. Uh, you can actually just exit the restaurant and sit out on the curb or find a spot, an open spot, there are always places to There's watch. always places always. to. Always. Uh, parades, too. I mean, we love parades. We, we still try to catch parades every now and then. We've seen all that they have to offer right, right now until they come out with a new one. So it is nice to see snippets of it. But as adults, of course, we utilize that time that parades are happening to go and frequent those lands or areas that typically are filled with people who 
are the ones who like to watch the parade. So these are younger children. So this is our time in the afternoon to go to Fantasyland and right. to really get on those old classic rides that we love. That's right. Now, it's it can be kind of hairy getting through um, certain lands because mm-hmm. of people lining up and sitting for for parades and Mm -hmm. a lot of the cast members are directing you or Mm -hmm. redirecting you Mm -hmm. you just have to just find your alley get it Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. and get to that land that you're trying to get to absolutely especially once the sun goes down when the sun goes down and shows and parades are happening this is typically the time that they're preparing for phantasmic or preparing for the nighttime show of the parade and we we have to have a dead set plan of where are we going what do we what's our goal what do we want to get on and then allow ourselves to just breathe through the mass because there's always a mass exit there's always a mass uh you know jumbling of people trying to get to wherever they're trying to get to or trying to find a place to stand and watch the parade which the cast members are always going to direct you not to do so so please don't be that person i know don't please don't stand in the middle of a walkway with your stroller and Act like you don't know that you're not supposed to do that. Because yeah. everybody knows Everybody that. knows. Everybody knows. Get to where you're supposed to be going. If you want to watch the parade, find a spot that is allowed and stay there. Watch and enjoy the parade. That's right. Uh, there really is no bad place for viewing a parade. Because no. you're going to be able to see everything. Even if you're not front row, it's going to be okay. You're going yeah. to be able to see the magic. That's right. That's but right. for adults or kids that are interested in watching parades, this is a great time to go on a lot of attractions mm-hmm. and to get the most out of a specific land. I I personally recommend picking a land and sticking there until the parade is over. Right. Because there is, like we said, that mass exit. Now, the nice thing about this is, too, if there's a parade happening in Disneyland and you have a park hopper, this is a great opportunity to go to California Adventure and to go enjoy things at California Adventure but time it right because you don't want to come back to Disneyland before a parade begins because that's just a hot mess but you also don't want to come back as the parade is going or right when it ends <laughs> this this can be a hot mess as well luckily Disneyland has lately been opening an over overpass or underpass underpass, underpass uh, or bypass I think is, is the correct term bypass which is located on Main Street right next to um the uh, clothiers and you can go behind and kind of as the title says bypass all of the people watching the parade or waiting to see the parade or exiting from watching the parade so that that's always nice and a great avenue to utilize but regardless there's going to be a lot of people that you have to just mentally be prepared for know where you want to go go there right. and make make it a point to stay wherever you're going and usually about this time as well, you they are also, if it's evening at Disneyland, uh, they're getting ready for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. And that's when the masses come and are standing on Main Street, which mm-hmm. we that's what you do, mm-hmm. um, as close to the castle as possible for the fireworks mm-hmm. show. Um, my advice, if you've never stood and watched the fireworks... Do it. Oh my goodness. It yes. is well worth your time. It's well worth the effort. Um, your children will love it. Yes, it's later at night, but that's why you take a rest mm-hmm. so that they are they're rested and ready to take on the nighttime of Disneyland, which mm-hmm. is so spectacular with the lights mm-hmm. and just everything is more magical at night Absolutely. at Disneyland. And so make an effort mm-hmm. to watch the fireworks with Absolutely. your kids. 
it happens all up and down Main Street. Something is happening in every avenue. Mm-hmm. There's pictures on on the buildings. You know, the fireworks are happening. There's music. It's if you're there at Christmas time, it snows on Main Street, yeah. people. Just magic in itself for us here in California. It is, <laughs> and you know, I never get tired of that. No, you know, I've no. seen it. We've seen it. Lots and lots, yeah. and it, it never gets old, and I cry every time. Mm-hmm. And oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, then the minute anything Coco comes on, we're, we're a hot mess. <laughs> we are a hot mess. <laughs> oh, uh, I love Coco so much. But uh, now, looking at fireworks as an adult, or if you have kids who, excuse me, are not interested, this is a great time to go on some pretty big rides. I know for us, personally, we always try to make a point to go on Matterhorn if it's running at this time, because you can experience quite a magical moment being on the Matterhorn during the fireworks, because it's almost like the Matterhorn is going in slow motion, and you see fireworks going off, and you're outside of the mountain, rolling into the inside of the mountain, and just fireworks are exploding above you. It's it's pure magic. It, it is. is. Pure it, magic. It, so, <laughs> We recommend, if you aren't interested in watching the fireworks show in itself, go on Matterhorn during it, if it is running. It's awesome. It is. That is something that Heidi and I have had the privilege to do multiple times. Numerous yeah. times, yeah. and every time we say the exact same thing, we are in the magic. We are in the yeah. magic. We are, we are full-blown in magic. In magic, eyes crying, mm-hmm. blubbering. We look horrible mm-hmm. because I know we have that crying face going oh, on. Hoping someone takes a picture of it because oh, it's gorgeous. It, <laughs> it is. It is real. It's real, a real raw and magical. But that's fireworks. Our little take on fireworks and what to do if you are interested in watching fireworks. Let's now move on to you know we've had a great day at Disneyland. We've tried to make the most out of it, and depending on crowds, you just you do. You just have to make the most out of right. whatever situation you're given. You know we've had the best of the best, and we've also had the worst of the worst. We've been there when there's been nobody. We've also been there when it's uh, at capacity, that's and so right. we we've, we've been able to experience both sides of the spectrum and. I think with both trips, uh, depending if it's busy or not, we still make the most out of it in just knowing that it's a possibility for it to be busy, but also knowing what we want to get out of it. And that's just to enjoy our time there. We just like being there. That, oh, yeah. that is what this is all about. Our Disneyland experience is enjoying just being there mm-hmm. with each other, with mm-hmm. our family, because that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And it never gets old. It's always a great time, whether I'm there with, you know, my husband and Heidi and Jacob, um, or and John now. With mm-hmm. I have a son-in-law now, mm-hmm. so and so thankful that he enjoys uh, the magic as well, for the most part. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> but these trips that Heidi and I get to take, and it's because you know we're at both at a place in our lives where we're able to do this mm-hmm. i'm retired now and heidi works from home so that just makes it that much easier for Absolutely. us to just leave whenever we can and i can't wait till she has kids because they're going to get to enjoy the magic with us and Absolutely. all the crazy fun that we have and you know we have this this picture in our minds of what it's going to yeah. be like yeah. and we've planned it uh, less than and more than a thousand times oh, who, who knows how many times yeah, now we've, we've walked through the entire trip and will it happen that way who knows will they enjoy Disneyland as much as we think they're going to who knows who knows <laughs> but you know what it's all the, the 
the fun is in the planning, the fun is in the dreaming, and the fun is in just the memories that you make, regardless who's with you, whether it's your first trip or your hundredth trip. Mm-hmm. It's and I always think, I, I truly think, too, the importance is in your mindset and your expectation. You have to, especially as adults taking children, you have to go in knowing it could be a hot mess. There could be lots of people. Things may not go the way you want them to, but if you have a good outlook and a positive attitude, that's where the magic really is going to be able to shine with your trip and every uh, experience you have at Disneyland. That's exactly right. Just keep a cool head. Mm -hmm. Enjoy every moment. If you get to go on one ride, then you go on one ride Mm -hmm. and really thoroughly enjoy that one ride. Absolutely. We've, We've been there. We've been to Disneyland and only been able to go on one ride. That's so right. We understand and that. That's right. And I, I'm just going to end this with enjoy your trip fully from start to finish. And um, if you're taking a trip that's maybe just adults or maybe older children or even with younger children, don't forget that there is a downtown Disney district. Yes, absolutely. So this is this is a really big one too with, with budgeting because we try to make sure that we don't allow ourselves to forget there is downtown Disney and there are great food options there Absolutely. that are that are huge portions and half of the cost that you'd pay by getting something in the park. Yeah, I, I would have to say that our family favorite in downtown Disney from the get-go mm-hmm. has been um, Jazz Kitchen. Absolutely. I know a lot of you are familiar with Jazz Kitchen. It is our absolute favorite outside of the park restaurant that we have never mm-hmm. ever once been disappointed never, with. Never. Never. And we still go there to this day and the waitress still knows us to this day. And yes. we've, we've had the same waitress and that that makes it even more magical as well as just having that f- familiar face there. Yeah. But the food is spectacular. The prices are not bad. And, and we still great. share. Yeah, we, we share. Heidi and I still share a dinner. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful steak dinner. Mm-hmm. Plenty of food for two people. Mm-hmm. We never feel not satisfied, and that's just the way to do it. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere at Jazz Kitchen Mm -hmm. is just out of this world. Well, the atmosphere within Downtown Disney still is keeping the magic moving, even though you're not within either one of the parks. It's its own park, in my opinion. I I agree. And, you know, going back to morning time, this is also another great way to save money, is knowing that you can get breakfast in Downtown Disney. Yes. There are great places to go. I know for my mom and I, we don't really need a whole lot in the morning, just a good coffee, a piece of toast, or a croissant, something to just basically cover our bellies. Get us so, to lunch. Yeah, get, a, get, us, get us to lunch or to when the churro cart opens. Uh, but Downtown Disney has some great options. La Brea is a, a great option to grab something quick. There is There are multiple Starbucks locations in Downtown Disney. Jazz Kitchen also has a, uh, a express. small an express where they do mm-hmm. serve breakfast. Um, they do serve beignets and coffee and... Burritos. They have breakfast burritos there, which breakfast I hear burritos. are amazing. So don't feel like you have to spend money inside the park for your breakfast options. Exactly. And lunch too. Lunch, there are great lunch options. We, on our last trip, we wanted to try something new. And so we went to the Jazz Kitchen Express and got one of their platters there, which was the same exact price as a local favorite for us within the parks. 
and the amount of food that we got we couldn't even finish it we, and we, we shared yeah we shared and we couldn't even finish it and we wish that we had our husbands there at that point because <laughs> it was so delicious we literally couldn't stop eating it but we just hit our limit and we're so sad that we had to you know not be able to finish but oh my goodness gracious it was delicious great it's, option it's a great option uh there's napolini which is another great option it's connected to naples which is the most amazing place to get a pizza in downtown disney the atmosphere there is beautiful as well uh there's Splitsville. No, Splitsville that you can go bowling, which is so fun. There's just such great options there. And, and the food there oh, is man, it's delicious. fabulous. Fabulous. And there's so many more too, but those are just a few of our favorites. Downtown Disney is a great place to go. But if you're looking for maybe a different option or a different experience, we highly recommend, which it's become our favorite quickly, if you want to have an amazing breakfast, so maybe you're doing brunch or breakfast. This is typically what we do right before we drive home so that we don't have to stop and eat junk food on the way home. Uh, we go to Steakhouse 55, which is located within the Disneyland Hotel. It's right next to Goofy's Kitchen. We actually learned this tip from a woman in line as we were waiting to get into Disneyland. She had just come from Steakhouse 55 and we were talking about breakfast and she uh Uh, interjected to us that that is the most amazing place to go for breakfast little does a lot of do a lot of people know that it's a great breakfast spot the prices are not that bad absolutely not but for what you're getting oh my goodness we typically split the steak and eggs and it's a new york steak (laughs) eggs potatoes uh palm frites yes and just deliciousness toast they have the best coffee ever there and i'm a coffee drinker so if any of you are uh coffee drinkers that's the place you want to go for a great cup of coffee oh my goodness gracious and literally you feel like you are sitting with walt Mm -hmm. disney and all of the major stars Mm -hmm. from the 40s and 50s it's a beautiful beautiful place to go we highly recommend it so try to make that uh on top of your priority list for getting a great breakfast or brunch before you leave or even before you go to the parks. Uh, For me personally, I would make it for before I leave just because I don't want anything to get in the way of me getting to that rope drop because (laughs) that is so important. But the day that we leave is typically the the day that we don't go into the parks or we just go into the parks for a minute to get onto one thing before we go to our car. So that's a great option, a great place. Uh, We're going to wrap this up now as we've gone through all of Disneyland and we've talked about California Adventure. I'm going to end with my Disney story because we began with my mom's. As you heard my mom say, I've been going since I was three. Uh, It's been a huge part of our lives for more than just Disneyland vacations. It's also just in our daily talking in our daily dreaming in our daily walks we do live in the country and so we take walks around the property and just plan future Disneyland trips and so it's always a part of our conversation and it's really not just a vacation it's a lifestyle for us and we definitely have adapted to that lifestyle so for me personally I uh, just fell in love with it since my parents have been taking me then when I turned 18 we started uh, with our little girl trips and we got annual passes and we've just really enjoyed being able to go spontaneously and regularly and really make the most of those annual passes which I have just fallen in love with. Uh, When I was 18 I 
for a while was auditioning and trying to get my foot in the door with Disney and the Walt Disney Company. That was so much fun and that was my dream. I was going to work at Disneyland. I wanted to be a plaid. I wanted to do the walk in Walt's footsteps tour because I love all things Disney history and Walt Disney. <laughs> so that, that was my dream and that was going to happen. But you know, God had a different plan for me and I met my amazing husband and he actually went on a trip with us while we were just barely talking. We weren't even dating yet. We were talking like, you know, you know, it's fresh when you're not even dating, you're just talking. Uh, so he actually came on a trip with us, which was a surprise to me. And if anybody knows me and all my girlfriends know, that was always my quote unquote test for a boy and if I wanted to make him my boyfriend or would allow him to become my boyfriend uh he had to love Disneyland and that was it for me my my husband now John when he came with us on that first trip he went straight up to the ticket booth and no he did not buy a hopper ticket he bought an annual pass and I I instantly fell in love I said okay this is gonna work and on that trip uh at the wishing well he actually asked me to uh gosh should I say it go steady If you know what that means, we are going steady. We are in a relationship. We are boyfriend and girlfriend. Ooh la la. (laughs) And that that was magical in itself. But uh, little did I know, four months later, at that very same spot, he would be asking me to be his wife. So my, my magic at Disneyland with him has just been the most memorable moments. And I am so thankful that he... He included Disneyland in those big life moments for me because that definitely was some of the best parts of our love story and so I'm very thankful for that and that he still does come to Disneyland every every so often with me and encourages that and pays for my Disney pass because man if he didn't I don't know where I'd be today but very thank very thankful for him uh Disneyland for me now moving forward it is like I said it is a lifestyle and it is such a source of positivity for me and my mother and our family and so many memories that have been shared there and moments that we either want to forget but we can't because they're hysterical or moments that really helped shape us and mold us into the family and the closeness that we have today Disneyland has always been a part of that and so that's just something that I want to carry on with me as I move into trying to become a mother and trying to uh, instill that love and joy and imagination for my future kiddos and taking them to enjoy that magic. So I am super excited and, you know, God willing, we will be able to take our future kids there and they'll love it as much as we do. But that's, that's our little Disney story and there's going to be more to come because we are working on a segment called Remember That Time at Disneyland because oh, let boy. me just give you a sneak peek. Uh, We've had a lot of interesting moments happen to us at Disneyland. Just, just, just to, to highlight a few, uh, from meeting celebrities to uh, meeting what we think was an angel because we couldn't find her ever again. Uh, to that is a true story. Being robbed, we have been robbed at Disneyland, and yet yes. we still go and we we love it so so much. We've had horrible hotel experiences. We've had great hotel experiences. We've had horrible park experiences. We've had great parks experiences and just funny moments in between and so we're, we're working on that and we're excited to bring that to you guys here pretty soon so we hope you enjoyed this episode and please feel free to comment tell us about your favorite Disney memory tell us why you love Disneyland or ask us a question we're so happy to answer questions and be able to help you make the most out of either your first trip or your next trip uh, if you haven't yet be sure to follow us on Instagram I am essentially underscore Heidi Ray and I am 
Christy underscore living well. So be sure to give us a follow and tune in to our next episode. Thank you guys for joining and we'll talk to you again soon.